Russell belongs in our care, not in prison. I assure you, we have everything under control. Oh, not getting a real under control vibe here, Marty. It is Glenn, isn't it? Daniel. I'll ask the questions. Let me talk to the kid. You stay here with your weird secret sex lips. I'm lying alone with my head on the phone, thinking of you. All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of Marty. Mike and Russ time. Yeah. You were off on the timing again. Always. Yeah, I think you were off. But as uh, as always, uh, it's Mike. And Russ. And, and Russ. And we're here to uh, tell you everything you need to know about time travel movies and stuff. Things things <laughs> of that sort. In our once a year podcast. Yeah. The last time we did this was last year. Um, I don't know why. We're not going to name names of of people and things. Um, but yeah, we so, won't put uh, any blame on us. Podcast. Uh, anyway, so this one um, is going to be about a little movie called Source Code. Yes, starring yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, and Vera yes. Farmiga. Yes, yes, both of them. They're in it. This is a good movie. Yeah, good cast. And okay. Now, now in this this new updated version of Marty, at least one of us is going to try to be a little more prepared, have things yeah, ready uh, to go instead of just talking off the cuff. Hmm. I was prepared last time. I just went off the script. That's all. Yeah, that's the problem. You went off the script. You, you gave yourself just bullet points, and yeah, you, you know, you filled in the the spaces between the bullet <laughs> then, points instead of just knowing what you were going to say. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna gonna try to give a, a nice brief summary of the movie, and uh, all right, you ready to jump no, in? No, do not do not try. There is no try. Oh, do you, or uh, do do or do not. I, I messed that. I messed that you whole did. quote up. But that's okay. That's okay. That's that's Star Wars. There's no time travel in Star Wars. Yeah. Yet. 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 All right. So source code. Okay, we're gonna jump right in here now. Source code. Starts off with uh, Captain Coulter Stevens. Played by uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Up, yes, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he wakes up in the body of a man he doesn't know, whose name happens to be Sean Fentress. Um, he's on a train he doesn't remember getting on. And he's sitting across from a woman who he also doesn't know, but who apparently knows him fairly well. And of course, lots of confusion, doesn't know what's going on, where is he, who are you, who are all these people. Um, and before he can actually figure out what's happening, the train blows up, killing everyone on board. And he wakes up in like a, a you know, one of those waking up from a nightmare. And this right. time when he wakes up, he, uh, he finds himself in one of those uh, simulators that, uh, you know, trains people how to fly right. or astronauts, how to do astronaut stuff. And he's told by an army officer on the intercom named Goodwin that the explosion was real and that it actually already happened earlier in that day. That was Vera Farmiga. Yes, yes, good one, Vera Farmiga. And now through the simulator and some, you know, they give some scientific mumbo-jumbo about being able to reconstruct past events with the dead passengers' memories, um, Coulter is able to somehow replay the events of that day, but only in eight-minute bursts 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 
So what they tell him is that his job is to find the bomber because they think that another attack is going to happen. Right. So uh, he goes back in. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One quick question. Yeah. So clarify. If, and and I, I remember this, but if somebody hasn't seen this movie, then, then they want this clarification. Um, spoilers. Spoilers. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, the um, so, so the bombing has already happened, but they think the bomber who blew up the train is about to bomb something else. So they want to try to catch him or her before they do that. So the more they – if they can find out who the bomber is on the train – they can maybe stop the next bombing, right? Yes, yes. Okay. That's okay. that's the whole point. So yeah, they're not they trying to back stop, in. They're not trying to stop this bombing. They're trying to stop. No, because that's already happened. Right. But they're okay. trying to. They think that it's a. They know it's a terrorist attack, and they they believe he's going to attack somewhere else. So they want to find out, you know, everything they can about him. And they're putting his mind into the mind of someone else for eight minutes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they send him back in. And then it becomes like a Groundhog Day where he just keeps going back over and over and over, um, talking to different people, uh, okay. you know, trying to look for the bomb, trying to get people off the train. And eventually he does find the bomber. And he, um, through a dropped wallet, he follows uh, the guy named, uh, I think it was Derek Frost. The guy dropped the wallet on the train before he got off. Yeah. To, uh, to cover his tracks, so right. to speak, because the wallet would have been blown up. Uh, but anyway, he follows him off the train and to a van where he discovers there is another bomb, which he was going to use as another attack. And when Coulter gets back into the simulator, he tells Goodwin all the information about uh, the terrorist. Yeah. And then it turns out that the police arrest him and they can prevent another attack. Now, what, what Coulter eventually finds out, and this is kind of in the middle of the movie, but he finds out that this is not just a simulator that he's in. Uh, it turns out that he was on a mission in Afghanistan right. and was nearly killed, or basically he was dead. But they brought his body back. Uh, what well, was left life- of it? What <laughs> was left of it, yeah, it wasn't much left. Uh, he doesn't know that. Right? And they connected all these neural simulators to his brain, so now he can be in this machine. Or he, he thinks he's in like a pod sort of yeah he just simu- thinks simu- he's in a simulator a simulator but, pod but know, yeah outside of that he's uh, like a just he has no legs and he's got one arm and his head's he's, all open yeah up. he's in like a weird you know like a some sort of high tech hospital bed that he's like sort of floating in to just keeping him alive you know he's yeah. you know yeah just so he can his brain can work for this mission. Yeah. So the army wants to use him for future terrorist attacks and find out if they can stop. And this is like their first test run of this machine. And, you know, he's he like, I don't want to live like that. So he convinces scientist Jeffrey Wright is the actor. He. Well, you might get to that. I don't don't want to. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah, you you keep interrupting. You're you're, you're making this longer than it needs to be. So, so Goodwin doesn't want to see him suffer anymore. So she agrees that uh, she'll send him back one more time for an eight-minute run, and then shut off his life support. So he goes back in, and he hooks Wait. up with that girl on the train. Okay. Um, I'll ask you after. And they spend the day together, which apparently lasts longer than the eight minutes it was supposed to. And at the very end, Goodwin gets a message on her phone from him. 
which is uh, well, kind the, of all ties from the into, guy that was on the train, not from. Not well, from, yes, from yeah. yes, but it's from him, um, like an alternate timeline kind of thing. So, this is time travel-ish enough uh, in the the Groundhog Day part of it, where he just keeps going back and back and back through the same day. Yeah, um, but it's more, I think, of an alternate reality. Kind but of it's movie. kind of time travel because because it's okay. So speaking of the scientist I mentioned, Jeffrey Wright, the actor who is also also a scientist in Westworld, and also plays um, Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman film. Mm, uh, very true. Uh, but he is either he or Vera Farmiga. Somebody even mentions this isn't time travel. You can't change the past. And yeah, was Vera Farmiga's character a good one? Because she, she's like, he's like, well, look, okay, fine, but let me try. Just give me one. Let me do it one more time, and then you can pull the plug and let my let me die so I can die in peace. Because he wanted to die on his own terms. You know, he didn't. He's like, if I'm going to die, I want to die the way I want to die instead of just being hooked up to all these tubes and stuff and not. And the only because in other words. He would, they were basically holding him prisoner in a way. Yeah. Know? And they yeah, were going to use him, was... keep using him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, but yeah, somebody at some point, maybe it was Goodwin, or maybe the scientist, or both, maybe both. But they said, like, it's not time travel. We can't change the past. And he's like, fine, I just want to try, or something like that, you know? Yeah, he, he, wanted to, he wanted to save the girl. Right, because his whole thing was, well, well, all these people are going to die anyway. This is kind of messed up, too. But it's, it's like, all these people are going to die anyway. Let me try to stop the bomber. By the way, this is a commuter train going to Chicago from the suburbs. I don't know if that matters. But and his next, the next target was going to be Chicago proper with the, with the guy, with the van, I guess, with the big, I don't know what he was going to blow up with that. But it was a huge it's, bomb on the, the van. It was a dirty bomb. Yeah, that's right, with radiation, yeah. So he he he, he thinks, well, what, you know, I guess maybe uh, Gyllenhaal's character, Stevens, is like thinking, I think he's colonel or something, right? He's like some he's sort of captain. A, captain. Captain Stevens, he's like, well, probably in his mind, he's like, why can, why not, why don't I try? Because he, he thinks he can stop the bomber before he bombs it. And then they're like, and then, but they're like, yeah, well... It doesn't matter because it already happened. You can't change time. Well, yeah, well, that's that's the thing because he just wants to go back and, and have a nice day with the girl. Yeah, and you know he's like, okay, good. If this is the way I'm going to go out, then at least I'll spend the day, you know, with her. But, but he does change time because he creates a new timeline apparently because he stops the bomber, and then when he texts Farmiga, uh. The bomb never had, had never gone off, and so they didn't have the you know they're still you know on standby thinking, well we haven't done the test yet, and he says something like what, you have a Captain Stevens, you know hooked up to some machines, or whatever, <laughs> and if, and if he asks you, um you know a favor or something please please do it or something like that yeah he, see, that's go ahead that's why it's it's weird because. Either this is you know the in the in the ending it is an alternate timeline. Right, the ending is an alternate timeline. Right, because she had already turned off his machine and he was dead. 
Right. So but, this is the new timeline, but it's it's he's kind of like in this, and somehow they've managed to, at least in this timeline, stop the bombing from happening. Yeah, he stopped it from happening. But here's the thing, he and he did. He stopped the bombing from happening, and he saved all those people on the train, like hundreds of people. So that's heroic, right? Yeah. Except he stole that guy's body. <laughs> he stole the dude's body because he, you know, in his mind, he's probably thinking, "Well, the guy was going to die anyway." So. Well, yeah, well, he yeah. did. He totally stole the guy's body because the guy. Well, was I mean, he couldn't die. give it back. There's no way he could do that. No, it may maybe that's his justification. Is well, I'm going to save hundreds of people, and you know, it's not. It wasn't my choice to come into this guy's body. Well, I mean, I what, can't what save. else is he going to do? It's not like there's a, a choice in the matter. He was sent back into that body, so it, yeah. And what I'm saying, yeah, but what I'm saying is. He is – no, I'm asking you. That's the question. That's the, like the philosophical question. Is he completely altruistic and thinking I just need to save these people's lives or is he thinking I want a second shot at life and the byproduct is I get to save lives at the same time? Well, I think that he does want to save lives and it just happens that he's you know, now in that body. That's the way he can do it. Well, poor poor guy that he took over his body. Well, you don't know what happened to him. Too bad, so sad. He's dead. Yeah, he's gone. Too bad. Either that, or he's still in there, and they're gonna and they're gonna fight it out in the sequel. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. <laughs> that should be the next movie. Like Source, he's in there. Source he's like, two. Yeah, and he he keeps hearing voices. He's like, "What is that?" He's like, "Let me have my body back." <laughs> that could be cool. That could be a, that could be cool. Yeah, but nobody we remembers this movie anyway. That. So they're. Yeah. That was 11. Yeah. This movie came out in 2011. That's like 11 years ago. People are going to go, what? This- that was a long time ago. Um, but see, I had a couple. Here's a, it's a good movie. I really did enjoy it. I watched By the, the way, Michelle Monaghan plays the woman on the train who he knows, the character knows, like the guy he, guy whose body he's in. They know each other, but they're not really like tight or anything. But he's like, they're flirty, but they don't really know each other well, I think, right? Yeah. But, you know, that, that other guy. The guy, the body he's in, he doesn't matter. We don't, we don't need to know <laughs> anything about matter. him. We don't need to know anything about him. He had, he's he just had, there. He, 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 he was just a loser. Just <laughs> <laughs> he was a school teacher. He wasn't a loser. He just, you know, just happened that he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, or the right place at the right time. It's collateral damage. Yeah. Anyway, we thank so him for his sacrifice. I had a couple of questions on okay. this. Okay. So I might have if the machine. If the machine uses dead people's memories of the events on the right. train, that's how they're getting in. And that's fine. You know, you can say, okay, that's that's good. How would they know who the terrorist was? Because the terrorist wasn't on the train when it blew up. Well, they don't know that. Yeah, they don't know. That's what they're trying to find they out. Don't, they don't know that. But he was – so all those people, they were dead. And even if he did manage to piece together who the terrorist was by you know following different people and even followed them off the train – to the van and the bomb and got the license plate and all that. There's no way he, anyone would have known that because all those people were dead. So he shouldn't have been able to do anything outside of. Oh, you're saying you're, yeah, you're in, if, if in fact, so yeah, well, yeah, then they were, they were either being disingenuous or they didn't know how their own technology worked. Yeah. The scientists, because he was actually, no, they, I think they were sending them back. It wasn't like they were just connecting 
his brain to the other guy's brain, they were somehow I don't they didn't really explain some all of that. So yeah, they were they were sending his it was like they were sending his consciousness back, but even the fact that he could interact with the environment kind of belies the their 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 um their premise, yeah. you know, like the, the at least the premise that the scientist was saying, like, you know, you can't really change anything. Well, if you can't change anything, then why can he? How can he even interact with what's happening? He should just be in the guy's brain, just looking through his eyeballs, you know, and just watching what's happening. But that's not what happened. He's he's literally interacting. So yeah, yeah that's so, so that he's not really weird. he's not really in memories though, is it? Then is he? Yeah, in, which is which is strange. I mean, it, they they kind of used that. Uh, a little bit of that method sort of in uh, the Denzel Washington movie, Deja Vu, where right. they they could look back in time for, I don't know, two days or whatever it was. Um, but anyway, so... But that one they if didn't... The tra- yeah, also, that- if, if the train blew up earlier that day... Right. You know, why would that terrorist just have been hanging around in the parking lot? Well, I mean, no, they in, didn't in know. In reality, they- like the, the train blows up and then the terrorist is ready to move on to his next target. So why would he just be – why wouldn't he – the train have blown up. He gets in his van, which he would have done, and drives off. So he wouldn't have even been there. No. Yeah. The thing is they – I think that – I think when this takes place, the, the, the train had just been blown up right at – you know, like moments before. And they were like – Hook up Captain Stevens. We got to go. We got to try this. This is our first chance to try this and see if it works. Because they were trying to find out. They weren't necessarily trying to stop the guy because for all they know, he was on the train too. They were just trying to find out if they could. They wanted to find out if if, if there were more people involved. They were just trying to get as much information as they could. Yeah, but I mean, again, I don't know exactly how it works, but. How would they get all those dead people's memories? Like, if just no, say that's they had what to- I'm saying is I don't think they got the people's memories. That's where either it wasn't explained well or we're just forgetting. But I don't think they had all those people's memories. They just they just um, put you know did the put his brain back. Um, well, no, maybe, I mean it yeah, is not they, his brain. They say but it in the movie that it is it is using the the collective memories of the dead people. So my guess would have been, they would have had to get all the, at least the bodies or some of the bodies or even the majority of the bodies back well, to I some lab That's to a good question. Because they also, they also sort of implied, I think that they put his brain into a compatible brain body connection or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they were like, they didn't just put him in some random person. They sort of chose the person they put him in. Yeah, but they would have still had to have that body. That's the thing. Well, I, mean, I don't know. That's what I'm. No, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying I don't. I don't. Um, it's a it's a question for the movie. It's a question. Well, yeah, because I don't know. All I know is for yeah, that that kind of messes with the timeline, just in the sense that, or the timeline of the movie, because um, we're led to believe that the 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 train had just been bombed and it's not like they've had days to collect the bodies. That's not what happened They're They are literally because they actually stopped the second. He actually stops the second bombing. 
He does stop the second bomb. Well, yeah, yeah which is no, he stops the second bombing, and then that's when he says, "Hey, that's where the timeline splits." Well, no, that's not where the timeline splits. That is where the timeline splits nope. because if he stops, oh no, that's that's no. not where the timeline. That's splits. where that's where he he says, "Put me back in one more time." Yeah. And everybody else is gone. They're all celebrating because we got him. We got him. Yay! The thing, the thing works. Yay! And then you know they're and then you know the scientist is like, well, you know, tells Goodwin, uh, Vera Farmiga's characters, you know, hey, just uh, you know, get him prepped and ready for the next 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 time around or whatever. You know, we'll you know, you know, we'll use him again. You know, whatever. And and then so nobody's around and she goes and shuts the door so nobody can see what she's doing and. She's talking to him and says, hey, thanks, you, you know, we caught the guy, thanks to you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, but I don't want to do this again. I don't want to just be this, in this prison, you know, whatever, you know. And then, um, so yeah, they stopped it, which means it was the same day. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it. Mm, I think you, about it. Yeah, you think about it. And I saw it more recent than you did, than you did but then I don't remember... I don't remember the specifics of it. I huh. guess I could have done better research. Mm, well done, <laughs> Russ. Good. Welcome back. Um, hey, this this podcast is not has never been one to proclaim <laughs> that we we do heavy research. We, no, not not heavy research or any at or, all. Or any research at all. <laughs> We're just winging this. And that's a good question. Well, okay, so you said you had questions. Which, which, well, that was yeah. Question? I mean, the other the other one was kind of answered about the the split timelines because she turned she essentially pulls the plug on him in the timeline where they caught the terrorist, but then at the end of the movie, they're now in another timeline where he stopped the bombing, right. And he can now talk to, or at least he sends a message to. He Goodwin. texts. He texts Goodwin from the guy who whose body yeah. he's in, and says, "Hey, you have a Captain Stevens in a pod or whatever." And of course, there's no way anybody outside that uh, outside that facility would know that because it's yeah. a top secret thing. It says, "You don't know me because," and basically, he's saying he's kind of saying basically. You know, this is time travel, and you can change. You can change the past, and because I just did it. But anyway, you should listen to Captain Stevens uh, and let him die in peace, or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's time travel ish, and also that's you know another another reality because now he's alive somewhere. Kind of, if it is just inside the source code, or if he really is alive. Right. Oh, by the way, the source code is like a simulator source. That's what they well, call that's, that. Yeah, thing. that's yeah. the whole so thing is. I'm looking at, I checked out the Wikipedia, and he says there is a point where, so it's eight minutes before the explosion, blah, 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 blah. It says, um, then there's a point where he, uh, th- this, you know, he doesn't, he's not able to stop the bomb, but he is able to keep Christina, the girl that, the the, the woman he's with on the train, from getting back on the plane train, so um, he saves one life. In other words, the, the train still explodes, right? But he at least saved her. I don't think no. The train doesn't explode. In <laughs> Excuse his, me. In the new timeline, 
No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying, or I'm not explaining it well. Uh, I'm talking about this is before the ending part. I'm saying there was there was one. He does this multiple times, right? One of the times he actually saves the girl because he convinces her to stay to not get back on the plane, the train. He says, "Look, let's play hooky." Because there's a point where the train stops at a at a station, still outside Chicago, at another suburb station, you know. And he's like, and and then he get they get off to you know I don't know get a snack or whatever, you know it's whatever I don't. Anyway, he convinces her don't get back on the train. She's like, why? He's like, just don't do it. So somehow he he convinces her or doesn't get her doesn't let her get on the train, and then like the train goes off, and then you see in the in the distance the train explodes. <laughs> Yeah, but then I mean that's not the final one. He ends up. No, going I know back that. Again. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You're, I'm, I haven't finished my point. <laughs> no, that's yeah. So when he does that, he says to her. He so he does that. He so he saves her right, and then, and then that's when um, uh, Vera Farmiga's character. Oh, so when he does, so he does that right. The 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 pod. Uh, so powerful power supply malfunctions, and he wake he he wakes up again. So uh, he says to her, he says to the Vera Farmiga, "Hey, I saved her life! I saved her life! Wait, we can do this!" And then she's like, "No, you didn't. You just you just saved her inside the source code. That was just a computer simulation. It didn't really happen." So in other words, they sort of explain the source code is actually more of a simulation. That's why he's able to interact with stuff. That sort of answers our earlier question. He's not. He, well, here's the. Th- I think the thing is they think the <laughs> scientists. Thing I didn't let you explain this. No, listen. The scientists think. The scientists think that he's just in a simulation. What he's proving by the end of the movie is he's actually changing the timeline, creating a new timeline, because he's not just in a simulation. He's actually interacting with the past. Yeah, but that's also uh, in the original timeline. The train did blow up. He's making yes, yes, a I new. Know that. I'm not arguing. Yeah, but so he didn't. He didn't save what's her no, name in that did. thing. He did. He saved he, her. He saved her in technically, if you want to look at it. He saved her in the source code. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is no, he. That's what. That's what Vera Farmiga's character said, and but he proves later by the fact that he. He not only saves the whole train and then goes on to live in the other guy's body, he did actually save her that time. It's just that when the when the source code machine malfunctioned and he woke up, he was pulled back into the present. So in other words, he created at least two different timelines. Mm, no, see, I don't buy that. Yeah. I'm not buying that one. So you're saying that, oh... He only affected the timeline the very last time he did it. That doesn't make any sense. That makes that makes perfect sense. No, I'm, what I, the, either the source code is only a simulation, or it's actually interacting with the past. Well, the source code is is just say it is interacting with the past, and you know he saves right. the girl the first time by getting off the train. Right. And he, he gets pulled gr- back. He gets he gets pulled back into the simulator. Right. So then, what? The, his his brain is now no longer in that Sean Fenris's body. Yeah, exactly. Sean Fenris is now confused as to why to exactly. get off the train. <laughs> exactly. <as> the <laughs> <tunnel>. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. There's another timeline where the two of them are standing on the train platform. He doesn't know how the hell he got there because last, last thing he knows, he was on the train sitting in front of her like, you know, 10 minutes ago or whatever it was. Not even, not even that long. And and she's like, oh, my God, you saved us. And he's like, what? what? Where am I? What? How did we get here? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point. So and there's, so so there's another time. time Every time he went back, which I didn't count how many times it was. It was a bunch that's of times. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is he didn't really it, – it probably didn't branch off because every time it still blew up. So he didn't – Yeah, but it's still – I mean that's still a new timeline. It was – he had different effects on the people. Well, you know, one time he made – Yes, but he, Mike – You know, he got in a fight with the conductor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but everybody dies, so that doesn't – that doesn't, that still, doesn't create doesn't a new timeline. It doesn't affect them. But it affects their families, and and he, he beat up that one guy that Mike. he got off the train. No, he did get that one guy off the train. Oh well, that see, then he created another timeline there. I'm saying as long as as long as the train blew up and nobody nobody gets if he didn't interact with anyone getting off the train or change something like that, then he didn't create a new timeline. But that that if if somebody got off the train and he punched that guy off the train, that probably did change and create a new timeline because mm. that guy didn't get that guy didn't get punched before <laughs> but as long mm. as everybody on the train dies and then whatever he ha- whatever he does on the train didn't matter f- for you know creating new timelines it's kind of like the Avengers going back and as long as they don't affect anything major it doesn't change the timeline mm, well you know Timelines are tricky like that. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody has their, their different theories about that kind of stuff because some people think even the, even the smallest change, change make, creates a new timeline. Well, yeah. And a you new know, universe. You turn, you turn right or you turn left. That's that's a that's a whole new timeline. I don't really believe in that, but that's okay. Hmm. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> this is all theoretical anyways. <laughs> No, it's not even theoretical. It's it's hypothetical. Yeah, we we don't even get to the theory part. So, um, so that's it. That's uh, source code. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you have any other questions that you want to argue with me about? Uh, no, not that I can think of. I know that you're always right, except for the 1984 Olympics. But that's true. That's the only time I've ever been wrong. Um. Plus these new. To, uh, plus new what? I was going to say these new uh, Marty's. We're trying to keep them shorter. Yeah, we're trying to keep this. We're, it's it's new New Year, new Marty. Trying to keep yes. it, New trying Year. To keep it, <laughs> new Marty. Trying to keep it under about a, you know, about uh, half an hour. So well, we're we're thirty six minutes in, so we've already blown it. Mm, uh, yeah, but I could edit some of it out. Oh, that's I, true. I, I sneeze back there somewhere. That's like you know, I take that out. That's about ten minutes. It'd be kind of kind of funny if uh, we say it's oh, we're over by thirty. You know, we're over by ten minutes, and then you edit it, and it's the exact time. These people, what? <laughs> They'll be like, oh my god, they actually can time travel. They time traveled in their own podcast. Uh, yeah, but we can't reveal that yet. Yet, not yet. Uh, I was trying to look up yeah. to see if uh, we could have done this sooner, but I was trying to look up to see if there was, um, you know, um, <laughs> written like a written thing 
Like I'm just trying to look for what his text said when he texted her. Oh. Well, it was just like, it. hey, good one. He, hey, here's something cool I just found out. Scott Pac- Scott Bakula played his father, who we don't see on screen. We only hear his voice. Because oh, remember... I didn't know that. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah I didn't it, know that either. He was having a bad relationship with his father, and then he called him up. This is all character stuff that I was like, ah... Yeah, you don't care about character. That that part of it, I'm like, I don't care about. You're like, I only care about plot. Keep going. Keep it moving. And keep it's, it moving. It's a good story. If you know, He had a fight with his father seven years ago. Who cares? It was like, yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool that he... he did in the new timeline he did get to you know talk to his father and say he was sorry and that no that wasn't the that wasn't the latest timeline that was a different timeline because he called him from the train so there he created another new timeline maybe Maybe. well not according to you no i'm saying well i said i just said maybe i don't know because it depends on how how important that phone call was that well, the phone, phone call, call would be very important for the father. Yeah, so they, so he may have he may have created a new, a new timeline in that moment because he called his dad and he said, "Hey, uh, Mr. Stevens, um, this is Billy yeah, Bob or whatever, a, whatever a his name. He's, he claimed to be his yeah one of his uh, friends from Afghanistan, the one of the, his fellow soldier. He's like, um, and I just wanted to give you a message from your son. Blah blah blah." And and I'm watching it and going, oh man, that's sweet. And you're like, oh come on, move on. I don't care about this that part. Like, character care. stuff. Fast come forward, on. like you're watching some kind of porno. Get the good stuff. <laughs> Where's the good stuff? Where's I the guess rich fast stuff? fast forwarding doesn't make a sound anymore. Not these days. There's, there's no. Tape. Might I, I still use the VCR to watch these movies? <laughs> you go and find a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, the v- the VHS copies are very cheap recently. <laughs> well, what if it's a movie that was never on VHS? Well, I got Russ. We can't do the time. Uh, we can't do the podcast <laughs> this week. I I still need to get the DVD transferred to VHS. So watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's all about time travel. VHS is time travel. Mike, you're taking this time travel stuff way too seriously. <laughs> well, that's why we have a podcast. Well, I don't know about you, but I love this movie. I did. I thought it was great. I thought it was a it was a fun movie. It was you know it's one of those that that actually does make you think about oh this could have happened or that could have happened or what were they trying to you know what kind of time travel alternate reality weirdness were they trying to throw at us and it did make you think. And I and I uh, I contend that it is a time travel movie and not time travel ish. It is it is time travel. Mm, I would disagree His with that. Consciousness. Time travel His consciousness travel back in time. Every time he was doing the source code thing, it wasn't a simulation. He his consciousness was traveling back in time into that guy's body. Mm. Well, I guess we'll agree to disagree. Well, I guess so. And, I and guess since I'm always right, that would mean that you're wrong. <laughs> I guess this is our last podcast. <laughs> oh no, there'll be more. Well, maybe. Maybe. It all depends on someone. Who I don't know if anybody will. will miss it because it's been a year since we did one before. It so. has been a year. But, yeah, now if we can, you know, keep it up maybe once a month, then we'll get our all our fans back. All our fan back. <laughs> one fan. Maybe two fans. Mike and Russ Tanya is copyright Mike Vasolo and Russ Wooten. All rights reserved. Editing and production by Russ Wooten. 
Music by Christina Nemo. Licensed from Storyworks. 